The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Coming to you live from the hot tub of our house in Bothell slash Mill Creek, Washington. I'm Clinton Timmerman, joined by Kelly Tipple. Kelly, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm glad we turned the heat down in this sucker. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. Even in the colder winters of the Northwest, at least for me, I can overheat uh, quite often. So. Although we should have jumped in this more. Um, during this event that we're about to talk about. We, we should have. Because I was cold the whole 48 hours. I was cold to the bone. <laughs> I even, when I was going to sleep in between sessions, I was sleeping fully clothed with blankets, which is very rare for me. Very rare. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you feeling right now? Um, I'm starting to come back to life, I think. It was kind of, was this morning was a little touch and go. Yesterday was just like dreamlike state because I worked all day and yeah. I feel like we're I'm 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 ready to tackle something new. No, oh, really? Like Ish. what? Oregon? Like no, like cle- cleaning the house. Oh, well, that's that's old news. That's that's an everyday kind of thing. <laughs> it wasn't over the weekend. That's true. A lot of things, you know, are neglected yes. on my end. Probably your end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling still still coming out of this. Still very stiff. I'm gonna try to swim a little bit later on. So what did we do and this weekend? We did the four foot by four day by 48 day challenge. We did not. And it, but we did. Uh, I think we do do that just by living. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, we did the four miles every four hours for 48 hours challenge put on by David Goggins. Not to be confused with David Gergen. Who's David Gergen? He's a political analyst for CNN. No. Oh. Yeah, he did not put this on. But David Goggins did, and we did it. We did. How'd it go for you? You know, it was a it was a a slog fast. It it was um not easy, but you know, I I would expect nothing less coming from this, you know, former Marine slash ultra athlete god. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Which again we did have our, our Two seconds of fame when he passed us. In fame or like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, David Goggins just waved at us. He did. With his team of runners around him at the moment. As they blazed past us. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I think I puked like three minutes right later. Right on him. Oh, no. Oh, no. He was probably 100 miles down the road by then. I wonder what he would have done, though, if you puked on him. Oh, gosh. He'd probably be a gentleman still. I don't know. He scares me a little <laughs> in a good way. If you did, he looked at you, would have been like, you don't know me. Or no, I bet you do pee, now. I'd probably pee a little <laughs> and be like, next time open your mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> that would really catch this him off guard, I'm sure. This is how I get myself sure. into trouble. This is true. Can't go anywhere with this lady. She just gets into fights left uh, and right. Yeah. Even when you're at Rotary Club meetings. <laughs> Especially uh, in my yoga class. Right, right. But yeah, we did this challenge. We started uh, 8 p.m. on Friday. And I don't know. I, 
I've done some Ironman competitions. Uh, I've attempted some ultra, well, done some ultra marathons, but as far as like uh, 200 milers or whatnot. But I find myself the most wiped out afterwards than uh, for this one. Um, definitely was feeling it during, but I feel like it's the after effect. It's just that slow burn. He slept for two days. That's yeah. I didn't work. Uh, I well, didn't work Monday, Tuesday, and he's I just a dentist. Like I they do hibernated. things like that. I work hard at the end of the week. This is um, true. But, um, no, it was just, it was nuts. I mean, granted, the week before, preceding Friday, I work an hour and a half away. And um, I was already sleep deprived from that because, you know, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. And then, of course, you had the series finale in WandaVision Thursday night. You know, well, technically Friday morning from midnight to 1 a.m. And, you know, we can get into all the expectations of that if you want. Maybe so not. he stayed. He, he stayed you, up look, to look watch like. this thing. He went all season while watching this every Thursday when it came out. I had no clue because I'm snoring logs next to him. I didn't realize that one, oh, you yeah. had so much FOMO, and two, it was definite FOMO. That you're that hardcore. That you were that hardcore. And about then I get up at five, series. went to work up on the mountains, came back, and then we started this thing. Yeah. And it allowed me to listen to the podcast about Wandavision while I was running. See, it's all connected. <sighs> It sounds exhausting. But then again, I just had a lot of smart lists that I was listening to. So, um, but it was, it was such an interesting phenomenon. Just like you said, it's like our bodies aren't quite sure what to do, or this is a different sensation because, um, you know, it's like they, well, it's like they say, or is, or is they the we? But you don't really judge a run by the first three miles. And I've had it go both ways where either I'm starting a long run and the first three miles are horrible and you just get to mile three and you're doing much better. And uh, you're like, okay, glad I kind of plowed through. Or I've had it where the first three miles are going great, and then you get to you know mile three, and then it just sucks. Uh, but either way, right when you get in that zone, or hopefully you get in that groove, then you have to stop. Mm-hmm. And then I've really felt like those midnight, 4 a.m., 8 a.m. sessions were the worst, because not only do you have to stop, you stop and then you try to go to sleep. Yeah. And I also didn't take any caffeine because I want to be able to go back to sleep. But by the time you kind of calm down, wind down, and then you fall asleep, boom, it's time to try to get up and, and head out again. So that was, that it was, was just definitely a, really a mind routine. fuck. Yeah. There is about a two mile stretch of 35th street. I do not plan to go to do anymore. It, the, the monotony of it was just nuts. I mean, I do the same runs continuously you yeah. know, through, you know, throughout the year or well, throughout the week, I guess I'd say, but I did the same loop at, 8 p.m., midnight, and then 4 a.m., and then 8 a.m., I thought, no, to hell with this. i got to change it up. And I thought I found something that wasn't going to be very hilly. And no, there's a big-ass hill I had to go up. So um, I have to ask, though, because you were having some pretty bad GI distress throughout this entire thing as well. That, yes. Um, when you changed up your route, did the tummy distress change? No, no. It, it oh, hit about the same time. I was which... just wondering if it was like, no, this is where we go potty. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Luckily, because I knew, like, you have to get to the end of the four miles. Like which, a dog. To anybody like, listening who thinks, who anybody's like, ooh, why are they talking about this? Anybody that's an endurance athlete just knows, like, this is something that you have to deal with. Yeah. And you read articles on, you try to study on. And, and if you've done enough endurance stuff, you've seen somebody shit next to you. Yeah, it, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> Luckily, I, I did not have that happen. But, uh, yeah, the first, especially, Oh, the f- all the way until Sunday, I I was having an issue. It was that was horrible. That was an added challenge to this, just as far as 
one not having to find a bathroom but make trying to keep your uh electrolytes in balance stay hydrated and whatnot and it it was that was horrible and especially when it's 4 a.m and you're like to think i i signed up to do this <laughs> you know and here i am you know trying to uh keep keep my insides inside and trying to think of you know if you're away from your house and if you gotta go you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do so you're saying that house that was the turnaround point i should have just Drop trowel. Right, right there. Um, I peed off of the trail by your parents' house. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I wasn't going to come in and be like, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Timmerman, thanks for watching the kids. By the way, I pissed in your neighbors. <laughs> it was it was far enough away to where I wasn't making it back. I've had two kids. The bladder, oh, okay. when it's time, it's time. Oh, gotcha. Time. Gotcha. Do you ever do that at shopping malls? I mean, like, yeah, that's way over by Nordstrom's. <laughs> yeah. You might have it yet, but crew. give it another 20 years. We'll see. I might not have an option. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, this, like you said, this is kind of just like it was a slow burn. A uh, little totally different phenomenon. It definitely when I went back and you, I kept everything monitored on, you know, my Garmin, which my Garmin would always tell me how poorly I'm doing. It's about, you know, three quarters of a mile in, it'll it'll give you your performance and it would be like Why do you let it judge you like that? That's why I don't ever turn two, mine on. Negative eight. Even, even if I'm... Uh, you know, I thought my, my pace was doing all right, but definitely my pace got worse and worse and worse. I had, you know, I think my best was my first one was like an 11, 11 minute, 19 average pace. I was just trying to not go too hardcore at first. Um, but then it was a matter of just trying to keep up with it. So, yeah, it kind of got worse from there. But, hey, stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, what was shocking to me also, I mean, it definitely was taxing on the brain to have to do this every four hours but also i thought i wasn't gonna be sore at all i thought oh well shit like it's four miles um but progressively i mean by day two my body felt like i had at least done a marathon for sure yeah um and then i started doing like that shuffle and i didn't even notice realize i was doing it until i went to pick up um my kids up at my parents house and my dad's like you look like an old lady and it was just like you know the hips hip flexors tighten up and the hips don't lie the, yeah the hips do not lie and um yeah they're they were not flowing like shakira for sure <laughs> but yeah it was it was taxing on the body physically it was taxing on the mind um the sleep deprivation was a, a tough part of it we still had life kind of going on we got some reprieve because our parents watched the kids for a, a chunk of this but we had parenting to do in between also which um, you know, CPS wasn't called and they were fed and yet. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, we did what we did the bare minimum, <laughs> but everybody survived. Um, but all in all, I found it was a pretty cool experience. I definitely, y you have had a harder time recovering. Um, but again, like you said, you went into it completely burning the candle at both ends. Like we haven't really even had a weekend to kind of reprieve. We've been doing stuff every single True. weekend, physical stuff. Um, well, and that's how I usually roll. Although now I'm kind of exhausted thinking of these next two weekends because I have to drive to the mountains on Friday, drill people's teeth, and then drive to the airport to catch a red-eye flight to fly to Miami. And then I was going to try to at least fit in a half marathon in Miami. I'm going for a dental course. But then the next weekend, but then the next weekend, we um, are doing a 50k uh, up in uh, Bellingham mm -hmm. and in the woods, which is always hard. <laughs> exactly. But the difference there, I'd still say, is that 50k we're gonna 
however many hours it's going to take. And yeah. so say, say it's the nine hours, then we're done. Yeah. You know, then we're going to go chillax. And so that's why um, this is just a different type of event. Although I'm sure the people there who or anybody listening who's done 100 milers, 200 milers are like, what are you talking about? This is nothing compared to that. And you're you're right, uh, which is why I think this actually is a very good preparation for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get used to having to run through the night, having to stop and go. Definitely. Um, what food works even, what, you know, mentally what you need to do. Yeah, it's great prep work. I would do mm-hmm. this again. If you were ever to go back and do a t- 200 miler, I would do this once or twice before. Yeah, because at least you get the comforts of your home in between those times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought that th- this is good. So, I mean, you asked me earlier if I would attempt this again uh, in the future. Yeah, I definitely would because, one, I just think I, think I would. I don't think I could do this every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would do that, especially if I was going to be trying to do some more 100 and 200 milers. Do you think so. David Goggins is still doing it? Maybe this is just what he does. Like, I haven't really seen anything. I haven't really been on Instagram, but I haven't seen anything pop up. Is he just out there still running? Probably. Is this how he lives his life? You know, because I <laughs> mentioned the scenario earlier. I'm like, you know, if Zorg the Overlord comes in, and let's say, like, he just damns humanity, or maybe just me, to have to do this every four hours, you know, this just became my life, what would that be like? And I, I guess I get used to it, but maybe David Goggins just already is doing that. I know he gets up and runs 10 miles. But maybe he just does that and then still four hours later does four. I don't know. I Is I, he a machine? Yes. Is he the true vision from WandaVision? Y- yes. He's a th- synthesoid. Yes. I bet he flies, too. I bet he does. Yes. Um, so we can't leave without talking about how the community that was set up. Somebody set up at this Facebook page, and I happened to see it because, you know, our phone's know everything that we're saying and doing and so it popped up and i was like oh cool and i joined it and it was instrumental (laughs) i didn't realize that i would need like some support in this but you know again we were running separately and in between we were either trying to sleep or trying to keep kids alive or animals alive and um just yeah, the animals. Kids can fend for themselves. Both, they're all accounted for. Thank goodness. Um, but it was, it was really cool to see other people in the pain cave with you, and yeah. to see what their experiences looked like. People from, you know, elite athletes. There was that guy that did, you know, sub eight minute miles for every single one. Or I saw a couple of people who said they were going to quit in the middle of the second night and then actually pulled through. Or even if you did quit, like there's just, there was so mm. much support there. Um, I know that we posted a couple of times and both times it, it was really cool that people be like, oh, congratulations, you finished or Yeah, it really felt going, connected to people or... worldwide. And it, like you said, there's the person that, fin- you know, she had a bow out at, you know, segment 10. Well, she still did 40 miles in under 48 hours. That's still an accomplishment. Absolutely. So like when I said, hey, anybody that did one mile or all 48 or some people wanted to double up a marathon or you know, at least round it to an even 50, like all that's awesome. And, and I kind of felt like it, in a way it was almost remedy of a, a golf handicap where, you know, the person that's doing a sub eight minute mile was just as supportive. And we almost felt like we're on equal footing with me who was happy to be averaging 13 minute miles mm-hmm. toward the end. Yeah. Um, and that's what it, it was incredible because everybody was super positive and supportive. There was no snarkiness and, um, it was greatly appreciated by this person who was 
having a hard time through part of this and wanted to quit. There were a couple of times where I'm just like, why? Especially I did a lot of it on the treadmill because we had kids at home and I wanted to quit because it seemed ridiculous and I was tired and I just wanted to go to bed. And right. um, y'all really helped push me through sure. and i know that helped you too clint and yeah it was good yeah. to feel connected it's easy to be at 4 a.m you're wondering okay who else is out there and then you realize there's a lot of people out there yeah um although did you have it where if did you see anybody else running at midnight 4 a.m and you're wondering hey are they in this too are they in this too are they because <laughs> i saw somebody at midnight who she had this glowing vest and the car pacing her i'm like hmm, not very many people are out right now it's like definitely if i see her at 4 a.m she's in it uh, I didn't see her at 4 a.m., although she was probably feeling the same monotony as I was in that two, <laughs> to that picked a different route, that loop. But I did see. I'm pretty sure it was her the next night at midnight, and I gave a thumbs up to the car that was pacing her, and the car rolled down the window and was like, "Keep it going, man." But again, it could have just been a random midnight but runner. But if he, this is you and you saw some a really hot athlete wearing, I think you were wearing all blue. <laughs> Hey, it changed up. I got I, I, white, blues, grays. I do have a lot of blue shirts, but usually shirts and a t-shirt. But if this was you and you were doing run. the challenge and you were being paced by a car in Bothell or Mill Creek, Washington on 35th, give us a shout out. We want to know snowing you. snowing and you're like, there's a guy in shorts and a t-shirt. Who the hell is that guy? That's usually me. True. That's to push zero before I put other things on. Uh, but yeah, no, let us know. Let us know for sure. Uh, and we'll give you the contact info at the end here. Um Kelly, you did take a, a picture of us. If you a hear sec. barking, it's our Samoyed. If anybody out there also has a Samoyed, you know what the hell I'm talking about. And uh, my condolences to you. If anybody out there has a reindeer farm and needs a Samoyed <laughs> to herd your reindeer, we got we got a sweet one that can help you out. Her name's Betty White, and she's very um, enthusiastic. Yes. At all times of day and night. Actually, she loved this challenge. She came with me for 12 miles of it, and she could have done the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And been perfectly able to still chase bunnies and eat underwear. Yes. Yes. Which is what I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Kelly, you had a segment. So we showed up to my parents' house, and I was really excited. Um, they've just been vaccinated. Uh, they're old, immunocompromised. This isn't meant to be a controversial statement, but just that. It was great to be able to be around my parents and be normal. Left them, Jack and Alice, and then we take off in our separate ways to go um, to go running. And uh, you had found you were short of some of your equipment. Yeah, so I took the kids swimming beforehand, and I didn't pack my running gear. Oh, I take that back. I brought my shoes and I brought a sweatshirt to go over my running gear. Other than that, I had no bra, no underwear, no pants. No shirt. Pants are overrated. Pants. I, I, I agree, but it was cold. So, yeah, I had a bathing suit. And I, I you know, and this one was my long, longest leg because I have double D boobs. And I knew that if I meat cleavered the bottom of my tits, that it would not be okay for the rest of it. So, I um, did a little jogging, but mostly it was a four-minute power walk, one-minute jog to keep, you know. Yeah. So this is this is called pulling a me because usually whenever I mean to pack something or even I'll put it by the front door, uh, I'm going to forget it. But it was my uh, first time running in a bathing suit. How'd that go? Again, so swim, I, preparing you for the swim run odyssey. Yes, swim run. Um, 
So, uh, but yeah, for me, I'm always going to forget that no matter what, and this is something that comes with endurance runs too. Like you're going to for, either forget something, lose something, something's going to happen along the way. Um, so that was a challenge for you then. And then I had kind of a, a panic um, when I, it was the 8 p.m. run. So I went up by our old high school and happened to park. I was in front of a house, public parking, and I went to take off and it's like, well, you know, I don't really want to leave the wallet in the car. Usually if I do that, I put it under the seat. And then I'm like, so I'll bring it with me. And and sometimes you need to stop and uh, maybe buy something. So you can use your bathroom. So, you, yeah, that's almost always what it is. You know, even if I buy, like, just, like, a Gatorade so I can use the bathroom and not feel like He likes jerk. to knock on strangers' doors be like, I'll give you a dollar for a water in your bathroom. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet, <laughs> but maybe I should. So, um, you know, I haven't been able to find these for years, but they were running shorts that had zippers. They don't exist anymore. So, anyway, take off. Uh, our high school's been rebuilt since then. have a chance to see the new high school running along our old stomping grounds by our old elementary school. Then I get to just past mile two, and I go to grab a goo. And I grab my goo, and I realize there's two goos, my keys. Oh, shit, no wallet. And I even got a it, – it looks like kind of like a credit card, but it's supposed to be a finder. It's supposed to have GPS, but it's just not working. So I had to turn my, uh, my Apple or my uh, iPhone light on and go back a little bit slower – the 2.2 miles and just scour like okay where's the wallet where's the wallet and i was trying to stay calm and i keep thinking like all right it's late it's dark no one's out hopefully no one's picked this up and i finally found it at the at the driveway by the car right where i started so it was right at the end of the you know two so it ended up being a a 4.4 mile outing that go around luckily i found the wallet but let me tell you, uh, my mind was not really on on the race at that point. So as far as the mental distraction of of the those miles went by <laughs> fast. Yeah, they they really did, but for a different reason. So I was definitely glad I had the wallet. And then I'm like, that was idiotic because what's more likely that my car is going to get broken into in Kirkland, Washington, which isn't or, gonna happen. No, or or I lose my wallet out of my pocket. I, I now have the answer. No, if you were in I'm Seattle, my, my you would have no windows. Probably your seats would be gone. Wallet would have been gone and your credit cards max. Yeah, depending <laughs> on where you're at in Seattle. Uh, I remember even once I borrowed my dad's car. You know, this is uh, college days. Went to go to Mariners game. Middle of the day. By the stadium. Had his GPS on the windshield. Come back. Sure enough. Smash and grab job. Someone smashed the, the window. Grabbed the GPS. And my dad, to this day, will always remind me of it, even if I'm going to the grocery store. 30 years later. Hey, careful where you park. <laughs> Put the GPS away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dad. I get it. So that was my panicky moment. But we pulled through, and I've got my wallet. You got so your wallet. You've got your pride, to the most part. You didn't shit your no, pants. No, no. Pride? Are you t- I, that, I got rid of that years ago. Right. I just learned I might have had the embarrassment. A, you know, pee on a trail and wear a bathing suit for a leg, but, you know, I'm alive. Yeah, yeah, and it I, I kind of lean in to you know being quirky and just off. So yeah, I learned long ago. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. You try to be something different. It's not going to work. Right. So I'm hoping to do this again for sure. Um, I'm even just on our own prepping yeah. for for something longer. Um, I think this was a really good kickstart to race season. We have a lot of really big things coming up. We have a couple Ironmans. Um, coming up, we have our own, um, we're race directing, um, several races coming up So we're up trying to well. create our own, and if anybody, you can even go back to listen to previous episodes, but a 200-mile relay in Arizona, 
a 100 slash 200 miler here in the Seattle area. Trying to create some some a swim run, races. a swim run, um, and a Ironman length triathlon from yes. um, up north to Mount Rainier. So. Yeah, I feel like this was a good success to start a really packed race season, and it seemed doable for most people. It definitely took more mental than anything, and thank goodness for community. It just goes to show you, even in a pandemic, when we're mostly still virtual racing and we're all far apart, and seem it seems like there's not a lot of interaction, stuff like this really pulls people together and shows you that you're not alone you're all suffering together, going for the same cause, and it meant a lot. Yeah, and I'd absolutely. I'd like to keep that momentum going, too, in some... Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, Kelly, you and I, we both got each other, I guess, the David Goggins t-shirts, and that yeah. goes to a charitable cause as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then I decided to even... There's somebody who was a scout leader of mine growing up. She uh, is, is needing some cancer therapy down in mexico but they're doing a gofundme so i was thinking i was going to donate i've already donated before but i'll donate again just to, to help her out um just something i was thinking about as i was running um and even when i was thinking about it like hey you know sometimes you know a lot of people will run for a cause you mm-hmm. know usually trying to raise money for something but you know even in even if you don't have anything to, to do- donate um i think still just to create awareness for something you maybe can even make a posting there's anything you can do when you do these activities to try to hopefully post yeah. for a good cause as well because i think even this month is is it cerebral palsy month? yeah awareness this is month? cerebral palsy awareness month and we have an 11 year old here in the house with cp his name is jack and he's pretty awesome and you run for him every and march too, i right? do run for him every march um, like a little posting yeah so anyways i mean just all good vibes and it's funny we're here still sitting in the hot tub and the sun just came out so um <laughs> i feel like that's a a good omen for the year to come and a good sign off for this really hard thing that brought us together like thanks david goggins for Thank putting you. us all in the pain cave that's right and if they want to get a hold of you kelly how can they they can't that's right although try writing not kelly at my or you can reach me at Clinton at MyMidnight.com. We do have our Facebook page. Yes. That's MyMidnightClub.com. Uh, no, or no dot club. No dot oh, com. No, it's Facebook. We've been in the hot tub a while. We have. It's too long. <laughs> but it, the Facebook, it's My Midnight Club on Facebook. And then Instagram is My Midnight Club. Look for me soon on Thick Athletes. Yes, he's an aspiring thick athlete that's looking for love in all the wrong yeah, places. Yeah, no, where this is coming from is... I've just wondered, like, it's tough to get any followers. I mean, I'm happy for both of you out there, but then there's something called Thick Officers on Instagram. So I'm just kind of curious, if I made something called Thick Athletes, would that get an immediate following? I would like a calendar, please. I can do that for you. And then so, and then your, uh, what's your OnlyFans handle? That, that's too, that, that'll be coming out there, too. So <laughs> I'll give everybody a special preview, a little freebie when that happens. And we'll then see. when they see us, they'll be like, whoa. They're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you probably, probably earned a buck. And that was very generous. Um, but, yeah, no good times. Look for us out there. Thanks yeah. for listening. Let's and all do this again running. next year. Let's same do it. Same time, same place. That's right. Stay hard. <laughs>